21 lights road defender for bus stop okay land to a bell puta back on on a pajad ratak pe akurie ni emi lerikan uwa yolori oke testimony prayer mountain kuto gwa seru a bell puta la gome do gros a gome kan la ro mi bobo do friday or so se fwa dwa tibani ni yonju ekwe 090-81-200-200 yoru ko jesu iwa lerikan you're listening to 107.9 fresh fm in the game, there are always two types of people. The guys who watch the game and the guys who play the game. The game only rewards one. The players. So, which one are you? Be a player with Bet Bonanza. Play online or in shops. BetBonanza.com Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. Broad, 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 Broadcasting around the world. This is Fresh 107.9. So far, so good, though. I thank God for giving me life today. So far, so good, though. I thank God for the place we are there today. Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody Everybody say, Everybody Everybody say, Everybody Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody Eddie boy, I know I could say no. Aye, it's the move we live on the number. Now every city done they feel the lumber. The men the most in a UV master. I buy for the law, now I got to know. Aye, I got my toro chineke. I got my toro chineke mo. Aye, digi digi kene sausam. I'm a mere chipuna so demo. Every day I go to bless you. So far, so good, though. I thank God, for giving me life today. So far, so good, though. I thank God, for the place we are there today. Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, Everybody say, 
Ujena, Ujena, Gemeo, Shay tomorrow, Gari Bello, Nigue can never get a hole, too much. About your daughter, Sagi can never do, or two bamboo, Sagi can never do. You wait, you change my life, I still can't believe. If you never know my boy, but you are a mother, 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 so far, so good, though. I thank God for giving me life today. So far, so good, though. I thank God for the place where I did. Everybody say, Open you want me, put you want more. Everybody say, Open you want me, put you want more. Everybody say, Open you want me, put you want more. Everybody say, Open you want me, put you want more. Everybody say, Open you're listening to 107.9 Fresh By the way, they're boss bread Amazing Longest Who no, no, go, no All things on the beat Who no, yeah Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota. Thank you for joining us uh, this uh, Thursday morning. It is freshly pressed this uh, morning. It's time to take a look at the headlines. Uh, Wali Bakar is my name, and it's great to know that you are there. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune are some of the options available to us this morning. The Pempishing newspapers as well. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, we had to get a couple of things uh, sorted out. Uh, before coming on air this morning, uh, but um, we'll definitely have a great time together. Uh, the 
punch this morning with a couple of headlines. Peace threatened. Wike Atiku's men disagree over IU. Uh, that is on the punch. It's boldly written there. The um, crisis in the PDP continues. Uh, there are others on the punch. Strike. Asu begins consultations on next move. There's another on the punch. Uh, that is uh, following uh, the uh, meeting or deadlock meeting between uh, the federal government and uh, striking lecturers on um, Tuesday. Strike. Asu begins consultations. The next move is there on the punch this morning. Uh, there's also $418 million refund. Governors knock Malami over agents commission. APC supporters old carnival. Astinubu visits Obasanjo is another on the punch this morning. Uh, there are a number of others uh, on the punch. Um, kidnapped victim recounts lucky escape. Oshun warns residents. Uh, Northern youths protest insecurity in Abuja is another um, on the punch uh, this morning. The Nigerian Tribune uh, this um, Thursday says governors blast Malami over $418 million Paris Club reform. Tinubu in closed door meeting with Obasanjo. Uh, that is there uh, on the Tribune. Uh, there's another security threat. Government closes schools. Students stranded. Parents jittery in Jigawa. Uh, that's there uh, this uh, morning as well. Uh, there are more. Akeridolu offers 50,000 naira to Ondo residents. Uh, urges Ondo re- to Ondo residents with volunteer information on criminals. That is on the Nigerian Tribune as well. There are quite a number of uh, stories talking um, security. But some good news. Electricity Workers Union, call of strike action, pledge to restore power supply. That is on the Nigerian Tribune. Some unions are powerful. And the industrial actions, you would understand, would send jitters across uh, board. Uh, the uh, uh, federal government quickly had to call a meeting yesterday. Is there on the Nigerian Tribune. The Guardian also uh, with that uh, report. Uh, the Guardian says, nationwide blackout, 3 billion naira lost to TCN strike as grid crashes. That's there. Eight years after leading Buhari to Obasanjo, Tinubu meets ex-president for own ambition. Is on the Guardian this uh, morning. Also, CSOs urge stakeholders to leverage Enugu water law to solve crisis in sector. There's another on the Guardian. IPOP raises the alarm over indiscriminate arrest of members, Igbo, at airports. EFCC raid on BDC operators behind Naira rise against dollar, says Bauer. Uh, that is another... Uh, on the Guardian this uh, morning. There are quite a number of others there to look out for. Uh, the Pempishing newspapers, very quickly this morning, also with the report of the meeting between the APC presidential candidate and the former president, Chiago Basajo. My visit to Ogun State, not for campaign. Tinubu tells APC members, that is on the Pempishing newspapers, electricity workers suspend strike. There's another on the Pempishing newspapers. Uh, there's this one, Scrap Collector Electrocuted in Oshogbo. It's there on the Pempishing newspapers as well. I denied my husband sex because it steals from me. Divorce-seeking divorce wife tells court. That's another. I always say, if you pay a visit to the customary courts and uh, listen to some of the tales told by the couples, uh, they're funny. Painful, though. Sometimes some of the things you hear, but some of them... You know, quite funny. It's there on the Pempishing newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Ustaz uh, Jibril Awal is with me this morning on the program. We will be doing the headlines together at uh, 
some strange circumstances this morning. <laughs> Good morning, listeners. Uh, great to have you join us. Good morning, morning. Good morning, listeners at home. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, uh, the headlines uh, we've mentioned, we will take a pause. When we return, we'll take a peep into uh, the lot of them this morning. Please don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver, and we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. All thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online, and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days, and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777 hash now to start enjoying these Mega plans. Glow Unlimited. Hooray! Health and wealth have come to stay in Abeokuta. Kedi, a reputable healthcare provider, has brought sound health and great wealth to the ancient city of Abeokuta. The good people of Abeokuta and its environs can now enjoy quality healthcare and financial freedom at its best. To enjoy our excellent healthcare products and partner with us, visit us today at Anike House, Isalegbe, Abeokuta, Ogun State. For more information, call 0906-000-3695 or visit our website www.kedi.com. Yes, to enjoy our excellent healthcare product and partner with us, visit us today at Anike House, Isalegbe, Abeokuta, Ogun State. For more information, call 0906-000-3695 or visit our website www.kedihealth.com. Tell the world that Kedi has come to stay in Abeokuta. Kedi, the partner we trust. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Today, Thursday, the 18th of August, 2022. Ali Bakar is my name. Uh, is uh, my analyst this morning as we do the headlines together. I should say very quickly because I know that um, quite a number of us are very observant. Uh, you might notice some, you know, difference uh, in our output this morning. Trust me. Uh, it is uh, something that will uh, be remedied uh, later today. Uh, we are having to do a couple of um, you know, technical upgrades uh, in the studio, all in a bit to serve you better. I'm sure you trust us uh, to continue to give you the uh, very uh, best. Well, let's get into the lot of the headlines that we've uh, mentioned uh, this uh, morning. The vast majority of the dailies uh, with the report of the meeting uh, between the presidential candidate of uh, the APC and the former president, Olusegun Obasanjo, for some reason, uh, I don't know why, some had 
assumed that um, those two individuals would probably not be in a room together, although you'd understand you know, why some would make such assumptions, but you'd also have to understand that, that these are very interesting times politically, and um, you know, uh, everyone uh, would definitely be uh, seeking the support of the other. However, uh, the uh, APC candidate says his visit to Ogun, not for campaign, is on the Pempishing newspapers. My visit to Ogun State, not for campaign. Tinubu tells all progressives Congress members. Uh, that's on the Pempishing newspapers this morning. The presidential candidate of uh, the all progressives Congress, Bala Tinubu, said his Wednesday visit to Ogun State was not to campaign but to greet the residents, party members, and electorate ahead of the 2023 general elections. Pempishing reports that Tinubu had earlier held a a uh, closed-door meeting with former President Lucio Kobasajo at his penthouse residence within the OPL, however, kept the agenda of the meeting to his chest. The presidential candidate later moved to the Moshida Viola International Stadium in the town, where he addressed the party supporters, expressed appreciation to them, and told them it was not yet time uh, for campaigns. All right. Well, um, he goes on. It is uh, there on the Pempishan newspapers. In his words, the campaign has not yet has not started yet. I'm just here to greet you and say hello to you. May God bless Ogun. May God bless Nigeria. May God bless your children. Acknowledge the good works of the state governor that Pabiano and the support uh, the people of the state that continue to give him. Pempishan reports that Tinubu said he was glad with the good works of Abiodun. Blah, blah, blah. It is on the Pempishan newspapers. Uh, this morning, my visit to Ogun, not for campaign. Tinubu tells APC members. That, of course, was after his meeting with the former president, Lucio Gobasanjo. That is on many of the dailies. Tinubu enclosed all meeting with Gobasanjo, the Tribune, with it, the Punch, the Guardian, all of them talking about that report. APC supporters hold carnival as Tinubu visits Gobasanjo is another there. Because of the last time uh, the APC uh, candidate, at that time an aspirant, was in Ogun State, uh, you know, that was when the whole LAE thing came up and all. <laughs> and, uh, you know, many had uh, waited for what his next visit would look like. And it happened yesterday, uh, quite um, unexpectedly, uh, so to speak. I don't know, because uh, it, was, it was quite late before you know, a number of people you know, got wind of the fact that it was going to be around. No one knows what was discussed at the meeting, except for those that were there. But the man says um, yesterday wasn't for campaigning. But, of course, it must have been uh, you know, a crucial meeting he held to the former president yesterday. Yeah, thank you. Um, first and foremost, he needed to give that information. Uh, because... Um, Legally, by the timetable of INEC, mm. uh, it's not time for campaign. It's Elections like, just start a fee, yes. 150 days. Yes, and he knows that um, he knows what the opposition could do um, with him, within the law. So he needed to give that um, declaration, kind of, I'm not here, it's a caveat, I'm not here for campaign, but I don't know what he, what he did yesterday, not a form <laughs> of campaign. But well, he has said he, he didn't come for campaign, he's understanding. But one thing is that I want me to start looking at uh, how some of our leaders, their houses are becoming mecca um, of a sort when election is coming up. Um, we saw OB writing a letter to congratulate, um, what's his name, uh, IBB yeah. on his birthday, and he said, my most revived leader. I don't know. Um, same thing has happened that they were coming to see Nigeria. I mean, uh, Obasanjo, and quite a number of them have come to see Obasanjo. All this is pointing to one fact that Seems there are people that owns Nigeria, and uh, unless and until you consult with them and they said you are in their good books, I doubt if you can be any leader in Nigeria. That's what is playing out. But let's see how it goes. Um, Wiki article crisis, which you mentioned, um, conscience is an open wound, and only truth can heal it. I have yesterday on um, on that station, I said what I call cholera, cholera of um, of lies, cholera of deceit. 
and the, the evils that men do lives after them. That's what is happening to Atiku. Um, yesterday, but they just called, said there is a demon that has suddenly taken over PDP. Um, well, however you want to look at it, whatever, whoever the demon is, uh, it's clear to quite a number of us. But the truth means that um, the coming of Atiku you know, destabilized a lot of people within the PDP. That, that is a fact. Realize and remember that uh, but, um, are you, Dr. Ayu said if a, if a Northern candidate emerges as a presidential candidate of... Um, was of going to step down as chairman. Step down as chairman. Now it is time for that to happen. He's not doing that. And um, Wiki is becoming too tough for them to handle. There is no way you want to take away Wiki from a PDP. Because when PDP was in crisis and um, Elijah Baka Atiku was galvanizing, or galvanizing rather, uh, from one party to the other, doing all these you know, voyages to all parties, Wiki remained steadfast in PDP. When there were issues, even when the present governor of Edo State, um, Professor, I mean, the present governor of Edo State, Basaki, was having issues. It was Wiki that came in to rescue him from APC. So for him now to suddenly want to say who is Wiki within that party is a tough one. But the PDP needs to be careful. And um, they need to be careful. There are two things that I'm seeing that is playing out. Number one, or that are playing out rather. One, um, Wiki is now romancing Obi. It's like a warning shot. Because well, South East, some say he's romancing everybody. He's been having meetings, you know. <laughs> yes, but see, Southeast belongs, it traditionally belongs to PDP. I mean, if you talk of anybody winning PDP, I mean, Southeast and South South, it is the PDP. But the OB wave, the OB suddenly coming, the obedience coming up now is dominating the Southeast and the South South. And Wiki quickly knows this. So what he's doing is look, listen, if PDP is going this way, I know that PDP will not claim, cannot claim any other place than the, the Southeast. And now Obi is dominating the South South and the Southeast. That is obvious. So a wicked coming in is telling PDP, look, be careful, you can't get here. The other thing that they need to realize and understand, uh, which, which is another factor I want to point out, is the fact that the court case, that um, the, the legal um, proceeding that um, Wiki has instituted, in the court. Well, he says he says he didn't institute it. Uh, that, that's the case uh, challenging whether they should have given, you know, Tambo's votes to Atiku. Uh, the man came out to say, "Well, he didn't know anything about the case." And I want to, that's, but, why, that's why I'm touching on it. You have to look at the circumstances of how that case came up. Mm. Wiki was not asking questions until after the VP uh, Imbroglio came up. He mm. was he was quiet about whatever was happening about after the until after the VP thing came up. Then how come? Is it a coincidence that it was after, it was not until after? Um, APC started flocking, you know, to Rivers. Um, Sonwolu went to Rivers, and several other APC governors went to Rivers. Suddenly, a case came up in the court that is challenging what happened at the primaries. And Wiki is not saying he doesn't know about it. You understand? Yeah. There was a sound of the witchcraft yesterday, and the child died today. <laughs> we need to trace it. Well, continue. well, this, this, you know, these are all things that uh, we were left to, you know, discuss and talk about, and uh, you know, wonder what exactly the direction the politicians are going. But you know, with time, we usually always find out. Uh, peace threatened. Wiki Atiku's men disagree over RU as uh, on the Punjabi uh, uh, talks about the PDP situation on many of the dailies. You know. You've just, you know, done great by, you know, talking about um, you know, a lot of the uh, political issues, uh, especially surrounding uh, the uh, presidential election uh, in 2023. Uh, they're there this morning on a lot of the dailies. Let's uh, take a moment to, uh, you know, talk about the electricity workers. 
uh, they called off their strike uh, very quickly. Uh, Electricity Workers Union call off strike action, played to restore power, restore power supply. Nigerian workers in the electricity sector were backed on a strike in protest against unfair labor practices, which led to a blackout in some parts of the country. I played to ensure restoration of supply without further delay. The union, according to a statement by the Minister of Labor and Employment, after a quick intervention to stop the industrial action, promised to restore power while it awaits the government to meet its demand. After the meeting, LBI and closed doors, the Minister of Labor, through a statement made available to journalists by the ministry's head, press and public relations, Olajide Oshudu, said the Honorable Minister of Labor and Employment, Dr. Chris Gigi, has apprehended the strike and backed upon by the National Union of Electricity Employees following an emergency meeting between the union, government, and other stakeholders at the instance of the Minister of Labor and Employment. Um, Dr. Ngige set up a tripartite committee to look into the grievances of electricity workers towards addressing them. At the end of the meeting, the Secretary General of uh, the uh, Electricity Workers, uh, Joe Ajero, assured the minister that all necessary steps will be taken to restore the supply of electricity uh, in the country immediately. Well, um, the rest of it is there on the Tribune. Electricity Workers Union call of strike action, pledged to restore power supply, uh, is on the Pempishing newspapers as well. Electricity workers suspend strike. Uh, there this morning, uh, they it, it was quick. You know, how a lot of the things happened. I think the directive was, although they say that they had um, written, uh, given notices to the CCN and the minister in charge, and that they had nothing. That was why they decided to embark on that um, strike uh, yesterday. Uh, some of their uh, you know grievances are you know issues relating to uh, workers from the defunct PHCN and a couple of others and. Truth be told, these are issues that uh, that had uh, you know reared its head some some months back. I remember there was a time they had also threatened uh, to go on strike. Was last year or thereabout? Uh, thank you. You see, um, this strike is bringing up a lot of things. Uh, the first one is um, when we start looking at it, we start asking questions: What became of the privatization and commercialization effort of the government? But people need to know things about um, uh, the electricity industry in Nigeria. We have the generation. Uh, we have the transmission and we have the, uh, the discourse, yes. And one thing is the only, the only out of the three, the only one that could go on strike that could affect the whole Nigeria, the whole nation, uh, is, is, is the TCN, uh, which, which happened yesterday. If you bad on discourse says they want to go on strike, it only affects some part of the country. Mm. If Bini discourse says they want to go on strike, it only affects some part of the country. But uh, even and if any generating company says they want to go on strike, it only affects some element. It reduces the, the megawatt that is being generated. And these are owned by private, you know that private organizations seldom goes on strike in Nigeria or within our system. Now, TCN still belongs to the federal government. Why? It's a million-dollar question. Now, but then the other question is um, the way people go on strike in Nigeria, for, for God's sake, I think it, it's a bit unpatriotic. People out there might not know what I'm saying, but I'll ask a question. I mean, private industries, private organizations, organized private sector, are we saying that their staff or their em- uh, uh, employees uh, are, are, are better, you know, taken care of. They have better welfare packages than, you know, um, federal government or public um, employees in, in our public institutions. How come every now and then people want to go on strike and they want to hold the nation by the jugular? To me, I think it is impunity. I think it is impunity. For this time now, the reason why um, TCM workers want to go on strike is because of uh, we have not been properly promoted, uh, we have not been properly placed. If, if, what is a PM and not a, an AGM? Why didn't to write exam, etc.? I think these are things that could be solved within the system of an in, in, in the industrial. But, you know, but in the, in that case, they say they had written you know to uh, the 
uh, the uh, TCN and the minister in charge, and they heard nothing. And and that's what you hear with a lot of unions. While I understand what you say uh, as regards the losses the nation accrues because of all these industrial actions, but a lot of these unions, at one point or the other, would have reached out to government. They would even sometimes come to the media to issue ultimatums to give, and that would be after. And government still does nothing. But then when they go on the industrial action, then you know government begins to you know summon emergency meetings and all of that. You see, I, this might sound like what is this man saying? If you work within a private organization, while you are within this organization, mm. if suddenly the welfare or whatever treatment you have been given here is not good to you, what do you do? You pull out. Mm. So why should people want to subject the nation to all this pressure? And Want to put us to, but then, but then, but then, before the pullout, there is also the opportunity to have discussions with the management and uh, see whether they will do something. Private organizations usually the, you know, the the response is a, is usually different because there, there's not so much bureaucracy. And when you see the response isn't forthcoming, as you say, uh, you then make the decision. But is is it that simple? You know, decision you to see, make for what public I'm is for, for things that concerns you and your employer regarding what you are doing and what you are not doing within your uh, organization. Uh, the public that are receiving your service will not be at the receiving end. For God's sake, they are paying for your services. So why should you suddenly think that because you have the power to do it, you want to shut down the system? It is impunity, pure and simple. And that's why I feel that workers, Labour Congress, NLC should find a way to resolve quite a number of these industrial issues that we have within organizations and not just, you know, um, hold the nation by the jugular and say, the next thing we want to do is to strive. The next, look. Doctors are saying we are going on strike. Nurses are saying we are going on strike. Um, train drivers are blocking the road everywhere. We can't, we can't build a nation with this kind of system. We need to look for a way, a more civilized, a better way of solving some of these challenges. I, I think we need to look for it. But is, is it the fault of the unions? Isn't the government not you know, doing what they are supposed to do at the appropriate time? And that's why I'm saying that it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an issue of the employee and an employer. And a person paying service, that is paying for your service, should not be at the receiving end. And okay, you're, you're talking about the effect it's having on the people. Yes, though. because people are paying for the service now. You just can't say because you're not being promoted, because you have issue within the uh, industry, issue within you and your employer. The next thing is that uh, the people that are taking your service, mostly they want to suffer. We have Nestle, we have Dangote, we have all these big organizations. It is not as if their workers don't have issues with them, but they find a way to resolve without necessarily affecting the service they give up. What I'm trying to say in the sense is, Labor congresses, labor system should find a better way of resolving their issues with their employer, not just this strike, 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 that eventually paralyzes things. If you say you want to slap me, the person being slapped and the person slapping, both of you are going through torture. And that's it. So labor system to sit down and find a better way of resolving labor issues and not put the citizens into all this problem they put us into. To me, some of these strikes are unpatriotic. And it smells of impunity. It's pure and simple. Let's, let's find a better way of solving some of these issues. Well, um, good thing is they say they've called it off. Uh, they say that they will be waiting for the federal government to implement uh, all their demands. Although, uh, the, um, according to the statement released by the uh, Minister of Labor, uh, they say that uh, the workers have, this, have agreed uh, you know, to uh, restore services across uh, the country. Uh, is there this uh, morning on many of the dailies uh, talking about the um, electricity um, union or um, uh, workers' strike there? Uh, we will um, take a very quick pause, and uh, when we return, I uh, would um, get into some other stories this morning. The battle between the governor's firm and the attorney general of the federation continues 
uh, the governors, uh, they have uh, again responded to the issue of the $418 million Paris Club refund. Well, it's there this morning on um, a lot of the dailies. We'll take a pause. We'll be back in a bit. Please don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. I'll be over there. support Nigerians with consistent quality products for comfort and well-being. With Vitafoam, you don't just sleep. We give you comfort that gets you recharged. For more information, visit www.vitafoamng.com. Vitafoam, the fine art of living. Hello, Bayo. Ojo no maro senye ni mo wabayi. Ni belo komi denu kwa lesi. Koda mi oni. Dakun, oh, lo wopwe do chola ti tesi wajube lupe yi. Nara o, ko jejebe. Kiniti. Ah, ikwe ishe pataki goni. Obati risaji mba na. Beni, shugon. Mi o sidi biti moti le risaji bayi. Oh, se kuku ya wopwe lenke. Eh, ya wopwe ke, bawo. Belu, Globoro mi credit. Oli ya wopwe kwa se sopa na lene. Belo rono. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all-in-one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Staying with us, freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bogota this Thursday morning. Let's uh, move on very swiftly this uh, morning. I did uh, mention the issue between the governors and the Attorney General of the Federation. $418 million refund. Governors knock Malami over agents' commission uh, is on the punch this morning. The Nigeria Governors Forum on Wednesday described the actions of the Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice, Abaka Malami, as regards the $418 million Paris Club refund as fraudulent and self-serving. The firm's chairman, Governor Kadifai Miobikiti, stated these as part of a communique issued at the end of a meeting at the presidential villa in Abuja. The Punch reports that last Thursday, the AGF told journalists that state governors have no basis to refuse the over $418 million deductions from the Paris Club refund paid to consultants they hired, arguing that the governors originally created the liability whose payment 
They have also indemnified. The governor, however, termed Malami's claims as fraudulent, vowing to drag the AGF to the highest court in the land, the Supreme Court. Fayemi, who read the outcome of the meeting as contained in the communique, said governors extensively reviewed the purported attempts by the AGF and Minister of Finance to circumvent the law and a recent judgment of the Supreme Court to secure the approval of the FEC to effect a legal payment of a sum of $418 million uh, to contractors who allegedly executed consultancy in respect to the Paris Club reform to state and local governors. The firm set up a committee comprising the chairman, Ekiti State Governor, the Vice Chairman, Undo State Governor, Governors of Plateau, Nasarawa, and Eboy to interface with the committee set up by Mr. President uh, to review uh, the matter. The governors say their position is clear and unequivocal. Although this matter is subjudice and we are very reluctant to get in the way of a matter that is still being pursued in the court, we are constrained by the manner in which the Honorable Attorney has been going around various media houses and purporting to create the impression that this is a liability to which governors had committed themselves to and agreed to, even though he's very much aware that that is not the case. We reject all of the claims that he has made on this issue and we also insist that the state will not give up on insisting that these purported claims are fraudulent and will not stand as far as governors are concerned and we will take every constitutional and legal means to ensure that the purported consultants are fully litigated upon by the IS court on the land. They say the AGF is not acting in the public interest. Well, it is on the punch. $418 million refund. Governors knock Malami over agents commission there this morning. Uh, the Tribune as well. Uh, with that uh, report, governors blast Malami over $480 million Paris Club refund. This back and forth has been on for a while. Um, well, the governors uh, rightly said uh, is a, a matter that's subject to this. in court. The court is looking into it. Uh, although many would say maybe we can, you know, <laughs> look into it very quickly and know where we're going because uh, it's just a matter that's dragged on for too long. Now, you see, the uh, two things. Number one, when the governors, when we read the news that governors were going to meet, we heard they are going to meet over the economy and etc. I don't know. Maybe uh, one of the fallout of their meeting is justice. Maybe it's not everything. But I'm just surprised why the only thing that they are coming to talk about is this Paris Club um, refund to, to what do you call it? Because uh, there, were, there, there were quite a number of other issues that were you know also mentioned in the communique. But you know the, the Paris Club refund is something that you know okay, as I said has dragged on for a, a while. Now, yes, let, let, let's now look at the Paris Club. You see, for every contract that you have, if you want to have a consultant. There are certain rules and laws that guide you know, contracts regarding consultancy all over the world. These international best practices. There is a certain percentage of, um, of, that you can charge of the principal sum of the contract that you are looking into. These are the issues that we need to look into. What is the percentage of the money that these people are claiming? Uh, what are the kind of services that they render to, to the governors? And at what point in time is the governor convenient that we are going to pay this? All, the, all these are the issues that I think they need to look at at the law. But I don't know whose interest Malami is serving in this issue as the Attorney General of Nigeria. Is he serving the interest of the Nigerian public or is he serving the interest of a private you know, a cohort of some private individuals somewhere out there? One wonders what his interest is and why he's so concerned and determined to really get this money uh, for this consultant. Uh, it, it's one big question Malami needs to answer and uh, to give to Nigeria. Because when this money is paid to this consultant, Doubt if he has any impact or anything that is going to do for on, on public in, in Nigeria. But he kept on pursuing it as if he is the attorney general uh, of, of this consultant and not of the federation again. And I, I think the governors are asking the right question. He needs to declare his interest. And then, like I said, international best practices state certain percentage of any contract that you can charge. What are the services that these consultants have done for these governors? 
Where is it convenient that this is the money you're going to pay to them? Then what is the percentage of the money they are asking for? Regarding the principal uh, sum of the, of the contract, all these are issues that we need to... But like you said, it's in the court of, court of law. Let's see what the court is going to say about it. Well, Strike ASU begins consultations on next move is another there. Uh, the National Strike Organizing Committee of ASU has met to decide on the way forward concerning the ongoing strike by the union. The committee is made up of senior officials of the union. This is as Punch Correspondent learns that zonal meetings will commence by the end of the week after each branches would go ahead with Congress as a member of the union's neck who did not uh, want his name in print because he was not permitted to speak on the matter, disclosed this to the Punch. According to that member, the National Strike Organization Committee will meet, uh, well, met yesterday after we zonal meetings will commence this weekend, and then Congresses will be held. From there, information will be passed to our members. On the next development, uh, the president alone cannot decide. There are processes, um, he said. Uh, meanwhile, ASU President Professor Emmanuel Shodeke on Wednesday urged Nigerian students not to vote for politicians who have their children studying in institutions outside the country. Uh, he spoke on a Twitter space webinar organized by the Premium Times and tagged ASU Strike, a vitalization fund, and the way forward. Anybody you believe cannot take care of your interests with children are busy studying abroad or are living abroad, don't vote for them. I repeat, you don't need to vote for them because you don't vote for people who will take your life, he said. Well, the rest is there on the punch. Uh, strike, ASU begins consultations and next move. Uh, I, you've, you know, always extensively, you know, spoken about your position as regards this ASU matter and, you know, generally about industrial actions and all. But, you know, many have also looked at uh, government's uh, position. Remember that uh, before the meeting on Tuesday, uh, there was some hope in the hair. Many had thought that, um, you know, uh, because even ASU had said, well, if things go well with the uh, talks about the renegotiation of the 2009 agreement, that maybe, just maybe, uh, they might be ready to go back to class. Well, apparently, uh, you know, it wasn't a great outing, um, that meeting that happened on Tuesday. Uh, you see, um, contrary to what you are thinking, I won't follow that path this morning. <laughs> I, I, think, I think within the two um, uh, warning parties, if I could use that word, um, they seem to be realizing that um, the ovation is loud and they need to quit the stage. Um, Asu is realizing that uh, the, the handshake is going beyond the elbow and um, they are considering. When ASU does what they are doing now, Congresses, etc., it is a sign that they are about to resume. You know, in the past, they will have told you, strike continues. Government is not talking. We don't agree. But now they are saying they are calling Congresses. They want to go and see what is happening, etc. I can assure you. Is that, is that you being hopeful? Or I'm being that's hopeful. your prediction? No, normally, normally, I'll be hopeful as a Nigerian for this to come. But then is my prediction. You realize that in the next couple of days, ASU will call off this strike. Um, definitely, government and ASU are, stra- are talking. Maybe what not all what government has offered is acceptable to ASU. But ASU too is realizing that the ovation is loud. Uh, people are really getting tired of all these things and they need to move ahead. And that's why you see all these moves they are making, strike, etc. And another thing is that there is no way ASU at that meeting with government will say, we have accepted all that you gave to us. They will still tell government, look, we need to go and meet our people. But, but they like, said they even left, um, you know, angry because uh, the, they said the offer wasn't so great. At least that was the report we got. The report was that they left angry and, you know, stayed the walkout. The, the, the beauty of it all is that, at least they started talking. That, that's a good one. The beauty of it is that the talk now is coming to, like, you know, show that uh, we're going to have a different story in the next couple of weeks. But l- let me just give this. You see, I have always said it. ASU need to realize and accept one fact, that the way we have run our educational system in the past is not the way the same system will be run in the future. There is need for total overhauling 
of our educational system. We need to look at quite a number of issues. The financing of our educational system in Nigeria, there is need for us to sit down. All the stakeholders need to sit down and look at it. The truth of the matter, however we want to cite or whatever examples we are citing anywhere in the world, the truth of the matter is that Nigerian government does not appear like they can fund education in Nigeria 100%. Look, it looks to me like an irony. We are not funding primary school education. We are not funding secondary school education. Suddenly we are saying government should fund university education 100%. This will not work. The university lecturers need to sit down with government and look at what is workable. They can't say no to everything. That government must do this. It is the right of Nigerian students. It is this. Yes, we know it's their right. But the constitution, when you look at it, does not say government will be held responsible if certain things are not done. So ASU need to sit down and look at what is workable, what is possible. A total overhauling of the system is what you are calling for. But for us to feel that government will give 100% you know, funding of the university system or university education in Nigeria, it is a story that will not fly. Well, um, while I see the point you're making, uh, as regards, because I know a couple of times we've spoken about this and we've spoken about funding of universities in you know, con- other countries of the world or the, the biggest countries of the world where you know, a lot of Nigerians are running to for university education. Uh, there's also the point, just in a minute, there's also the point of you know, um, government, uh, you know, uh, the, as we continue to say, the 2009 agreement you know, uh, solves a lot of these issues. That's one. Government agreed to this agreement. So if government knew it wasn't an agreement that was workable, why did they agree to it? It was also, uh, you know, other renegotiations had happened, you know, after the 2009 agreement. So at some point, they should have, you know, maybe pointed out that wasn't something that was workable. They agreed to it then. You see, government had told ASU that some of those things, the agreement, are not workable. ASU have been stubborn about it. I, I will explain. Adamu Adamu, before he became a serving minister, was part of ASU. And we all knew the kind of articles, the kind of expression, the kind of position he held when he was not in government. Now that he's in government, how has it become so impossible for him to implement all those things that he agreed on that government have signed with them? What is in ASU? I've been asking that question. What is in the agreement that no government in Nigeria has been able to meet? Look, well, if, maybe because they've all lacked the wheel. If the president of ASU, um, Professor Oshodeke, becomes a serving minister tomorrow in Nigeria, he will still not be able to implement those agreements. And what I'm saying in essence is, can we sit down and be more practicable in looking at solving, resolving our issues and stop holding to one utopian thinking that no, it has to be this. ASU is not an opposition. ASU are employed to teach. And ASU has a duty to teach. If they have any issue with the government, they should look at how to solve the problem. They should start looking at politicians are handing this kind of money. Um, you know, government has so many responsibilities. The money given to Nigeria Republic, the money being paid politicians, these are statutory allocations that are stated in it. So if ASU has any issue with all these, all these things, they should not use our children as canon fodder. They should sit down and look at what is practicable, what will give them a way forward. Their career too is at stake. These are what I'm saying. They should, look, um, what's his name? Uh, Babalaki came out with a solution. Hasu said, no, they don't want it. This one came with a solution. They said, no, they don't want it. What does Hasu want? What I'm saying in essence is the agreement that has spanned over 20 years that nobody has been able to resolve. Hasu need to know that an agreement Government cannot resolve it. The issue of is our money. It's Nigerian money. They should let it cannot come up now. 
what is possible is that Asu should realize that they need to, re, uh, you know, overhaul the entire educational system. Is that, is that just for Asu to realize, or even the federal government? The federal government, look, for this time, we had the issue in the kitty. They are saying FIME did not pay the examination fee um, and the YX fee of people in the kitty. One thing that people need to realize is that there are certain things we are putting on these political uh, people that they will not do. But because they want to vote, they will tell us it is possible. Dr. Governor Dapuabiodun came out and told uh, August State people, I will, not, I will no longer pay YX fee. And he came out, he said, look, I will do other things, I will not pay YX fee. Fear, simple, straightforward. And the parent knows that it is their duty to pay. But government, because they want vote from people, will not tell people reality. The truth of the matter is the way things are, the way education is in Nigeria, I doubt if what ASU is requesting for is a way forward. Right. That is the truth. All right. Well, um, we will see how it goes. They say they will begin consultations, uh, saying that's the next move after the well meeting uh, that happened on tuesday uh, although many say that that uh, meeting uh, was one that uh, didn't uh, breach any uh, meaningful resolutions well let's get to talk to you this morning as regards all of these uh, issues that we've discussed the numbers are zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine there's also Zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Uh please uh, you'd have to turn down the volume on your radio entirely, uh, if we are going to be able to uh, you know speak to you conveniently. As I said, uh, you know, uh, we're having to uh, you know work under makeshift circumstances this morning. Hello, good good morning. Hello. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Uh All right. Uh, you see, on ASU, um, the analyst got it wrong. Um, I beg to decide it. Okay. You see, what does the UNESCO say, recommend, when we cover budget of education compared to other things? They said 30% of your budget should go to education. Um, what is the ratio of uh, number of percentage that is being budgeted in Nigeria. That's number one question. Number two, when it comes to industrial uh, action, do you know that what is the duty of the labor ministry? Do you know to negotiate more often with the, with the, with the labor sectors? How often does the labor ministry have meetings, call meetings? The demand is just there as just to show that they are the minister. He's not doing himself. So when it comes to this area, why do you now blame the the, 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 the labors or the, the people that are working? Right. Everybody has his own. As a private manager, you will take care of your, of your workers. You have meetings with them. How often does the, uh, I mean, the, the um, government have meetings with the workers? All right, sir. So don't blame any other action again. Blame the government. All right, Good. Thank you. Good morning. Hello, good morning. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers to call to talk to us this morning. Hello. Uh, good morning, Wale. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning, Wale. Yes, sir. God bless you. Right. I'm kind of from America. You see, I don't bet you disagree, but I totally disagree with your guest this morning. Are you with me, sir? As regards uh, the, on the All right, go ahead. 
Yes, yes. You see, we need to begin to see the solution. And what are the solutions? Let's look at the proliferation of university. Creating more universities is like creating more problems for yourself as a government who uh, will not be able to live to serve others. You see, these government are not there to live to serve anybody than their own interest. I am telling you, they are not ready to serve with passion, to see the lives of others improve. They are not ready to see the lives of our students improve, our children, than their own children. Look at how many of them are probably asking, I mean, uh, giving opportunity for foreign land in terms of our money to probably use for their own kids abroad to study. Even Papa Buari himself has seven children, services of his children in abroad, reading. And more probably might have finished their studies. And you leave our own children here at the expense of these people. It's, it's quite embarrassing we have a government like this. I'm mm. telling you, would you, another solution is that this government should collapse if they cannot be able to... Sorry, if you're saying the government should step aside, uh, I totally understand. Let Hold me, on, sir. Let, let me just, just squeeze this in. Hold on, sir. Hello, good morning. Because, because, uh, hello, good hello, morning. Good morning. Yes, my good morning. My name is Olaf. Good morning. My name is Olaf. You're calling from, uh, I'm calling from Leme. All right, talk to us. From Leme, Abekuta. Okay. I don't know why Nigeria, Nigeria government has not been serious. I don't know. There should be a kind of this synergy between the gown and the town, especially in the case of ASU. But at this, at this um, age, we shouldn't be talking about ASU going on strike. Even the ASU themselves, as the universities themselves, the academics, they should have thought of way of generating funds. Let's take instance from Oxford, Oxford University. Oxford University, at least, they, 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 they link their research products to the town that is relevant. So I understand that they, they, they developed a kind of handwriting, um, now saying handwriting, and they, come, they came up with books they are selling. And from these books, they are making money. They are making money. They, part of the money they use this is carry out their CSR responsibility. And also, they use some to develop their university. I don't know why the way Nigerian University wants to keep on developing on government. Even they themselves, is government even holding them responsible? What are the what research have they, have they came up with ever since there has been a giant university, like all these, these premier university, OAU, UHI, what research products have they done you know, to, to even contribute to this present? We know that the economy, the, the, the economy is really is really telling hard on the government for now. What they themselves have they done? I don't know why we want to continue with all these uh, absolute money, one trillion and the likes. Thank you very much. You get your point entirely. Um, sorry, so Shunei Tunde says, good morning, Wale, please. Can somebody tell me how Nigeria got to this level, that until workers go on strike before they consider their case, this time shall pass? Professor Agbola says, will it be right to condemn the action of the electricity union where you have irresponsible necessity and ineptitude government? Before any union embarks on strike action, there must have been a series of discussions with government without results. It is very unfortunate. Talking about a better way for NLC to protest against bad governance other than strike it is election that should have been the golden option. But because poverty has been weaponized by the same politicians, people's consciousness and conscience are buried. Uh, so I didn't understand the workings of ASU. The strike was called by NEC, and only NEC can suspend the strike. Members in zones and branches are the principals and are the ones to decide, and not the comrade president. There's nothing on the table for now. And so struggle continues, um, he says. Well, um, well, you know, the talk, the issues you know, continue. They're, they're there. The, the arguments are there. Uh, the earlier, you know, uh, Mr. Kadi spoke about proliferation of uh, universities, and that that's one of the issues, you know, that Asu brought up. Uh, I think there are about seven issues that there about. Sorry, I don't know what people mean when they say proliferation of university by government, because 
No, if the, the the point is, is, it's not as if there's an issue with the number. If we are funding them well, but if we are not funding the you already see, existing this, ones, this is what I'm saying. You, you believe that government shouldn't necessarily be the one funding you. You see, we need to sit down and look at the funding structure of Nigerian universities. But we haven't. That is what I'm. That's what I'm saying. What, so this why is what should we Asu, then continue to create universities? Asu, this is what Asu should be talking about. Because there are so many Nigerians who want to get admission into universities, but they don't have wherewithal because the university system has limitation to what it can accommodate. So establishment of university is not the problem. What we need to look out for, there are Nigerians out there who need to be educated, and they have the requisite. And what we need to tell government is let us find a better way of funding our university. People are not going to government universities, but we have more private universities coming up, and they're having more students in them. We have Nigerians going outside Nigeria, going to Niger Republic, going to Benin, uh, going to Ghana to go and study. They are using funds. So let us look inward and look out for how to restructure the funding of universities. Right. Proliferation is not the issue. And that's something has to need to sit down with government and face this thing holistically. It is not right. emotion. We need to be realistic about this. All right, Malako Milano, Eagle Tribune on the part of us on federal government sincerity were responsible for this linking strike. Asu fails to recognize federal government as his employer. Rather, it sees federal government as crop of semi-literate individuals. Uh, that is uh, uh, this morning. Well, um, thank you really for talk, uh, being a part of the program this morning. It's been, uh, you know, very under very interesting circumstances, but we're glad that we've gotten this out of the way this morning and you've also been a part of it. Thank you, Sir Zubri Law, for talking to us this it's morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Many thanks for investing your time with us. That's Freshly Pressed this morning. Uh, in a couple of minutes, Etiobani Lejoba Loko will be coming your way right here on Fresh 107.9 FM. Wali Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Thursday. Good morning. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. I am the MD CEO of Deximpor Specialties Limited. I have my younger brother who is a Swedish citizen on the show with me today. John da Silva. I am here in Stockholm, Sweden. I live here in Stockholm, Sweden. We shall be discussing the forthcoming gold mine business retreat vis-a-vis -vis studying in sweden portugal and canada those are the areas that we have consultants and family members the reason why we have chosen sweden portugal and canada is that we have our family members who are all citizens and they have their companies registered and they are deeply rooted in some of the things we do at this year gold mine retreat we shall be discussing how to study in those countries. First of all, uh, education here is, is of the highest of standards. And uh, it's, um, it's more of quality education when, when you school here. It is 100% possible to work at school. Because um, as a student, you, you have uh, a particular to to work and go to school. So it's it's hundred percent certain you work at the same time you go to school. <laughs> 